why do you get to choose mm -hmm. when I'm like sitting here like literally mm -hmm. like striving and trying to keep up with my own thing and you're just kind of like well I just want to do this and I don't want to I don't I don't want monies whoa 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 no you can make money off this Hello, my name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And this is episode 90 of How, How Married, Married Are You? We almost had 100. Uh, name Belief, this is Yvette. We've been married nine years, live in California, and we got four, four kids. kids. Relationships scary, and it's very necessary, necessary that we share our love and struggles, and we ask How, How Married, Married Are You? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shawty. If you're listening, you're in, in the, the wedding, wedding party. party. Sometimes <laughs> deep, sometimes lighthearted. I don't know what else to say, so it's time to get it started. Look. It's chocolate baby story time. Hey, chocolate baby story time. It's chocolate baby story time. One, two, three, and... It's chocolate baby story time. Who goes first? I can. Go. Okay, so this morning, I really wanted to take a shower. So every Monday morning, I have this Zoom group that I do like a small group with whatever. And I really want to take a shower because literally, I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> You've been stinking? It's been a couple days since I had taken a shower. Like I've been wearing the same thing. Well, yesterday I sniffed you and I said, you need to wash your hair. Yeah, you did. Such a jerk. Which I don't understand why I need to wash my hair because I feel like I just did. Well, the funny but thing is that I smelled your I wasn't even close to you. And I was like, this smells like hair. <laughs> you need to wash that thing. All right. Anywho, you didn't have to say that. I just said I didn't shower. Don't be not showering. And if you're going to not shower, don't tell me. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Are you serious? I don't want you to tell me. He has gone several days without showering, too, at some point. I know, babe. But it's like certain things you just don't want to know. Well, certain things you should be able to observe. I literally had that mom's t-shirt on for like the whole weekend. <laughs> Go ahead. Anywho, uh, what was I saying? You were trying to take a shower. Yeah, I was trying to take a shower. You had your Zoom call. And then before I went, so I was like, hey guys, I need you, because the kids were kind of all over the place, but I was like, Theo, Raya, I need you guys to stay in the living room with Uzi and Anaya, please. And so they did. Right. And so I get out of the shower. I take a quick shower and I get out of the shower and I'm looking at my toes. And for some reason, I was just like, I want to paint my toes. Did you notice? I didn't. Yeah. Anyways, I was like, I want to paint my toes. So I looked on the wise camera and I'm like, OK, what's happening down there to see if I have time? So I open up the wise camera and I look and they are all just really hanging out <laughs> like just straight chilling. And I'm listening to the conversation that's being had. And it sounds like they're doing like story time with Theo. So Theo's just proceeding to tell a story. And everyone's so intrigued by him, including Uzi, that I'm just like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and paint my toenails. And so I'm listening to the story that Theo's telling them. And it is a scary story. It is, <laughs> it's a scary story, babe. Mm. And it was like I recorded it um, through the app. But I was like... Why is he doing this? Like he's talking about the Grinch and all kinds of things that are scary. And then Raya at one point goes, man, I'm glad this is a dream because this would be scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might even like put a snippet of Raya saying that oh, man. in the um, podcast if I remember to do that. But 
Yeah, it was like, I was like, man, are we, is he this kid? Like, cause you know how there's always that one kid that's like either trying to scare you or tell you some kind of conspiracy theory or like just, you know. It's the big brother. That's what big brothers do. But I'm like, shoot, when your little sister wakes up in the middle of the night screaming, I'm putting her in your bed, boy. You know what's crazy? Theo will go in there and console her if he has I to. I know he will. He's such a good <laughs> big brother. Gosh. Um. Uh, yeah, so my chocolate baby story time is you know i'm i'm here but i'm not here you know what i'm saying so today yvette all she did was go check the mail and when she came back in the house anaya was losing her mind she was losing her mind because i told her to go potty every time she gets told to go potty she acts like it's the end of the world yeah like it's like she just can't take it and so she does she just throws she's screaming and then I just was like, Naya, what is wrong with you? And she was crying, holding her hand on the toilet. She goes, I don't know. <laughs> she said, I don't know. Yeah. And then I looked at the camera <laughs> and I said, it's okay, guys. She's just three MSing. <laughs> three MSing. Three mal- meltdown symptoms. Screaming uncontrollably, stomping your feet and slamming doors. That is my makeup. And I know some of y'all are triggered and your feminism is going to perk up and you're going to try to find some a reason to find that wrong. But it is funny. <laughs> and I will have it no other way. It is funny and it is accurate. It's very accurate because I'm like. Hold on a second. Is this on autofocus? I don't think so. Did you change it? I did not. <gasps> That whole thing might have been blurry last It was a little bit blurry. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah, 3 MSing. Yes. That's that's the term I came up with to describe where Anaya is at right now. And let's just say that, uh, you know, Terrible 2s is no longer a thing. It's Terrible 3s. No, ter- Terrible 2s are a thing. I, I haven't. Ex- that, has that been our experience? Because I don't remember Anaya being so terrible at 2. And I wasn't that bad at 2. Mm-mm. Three is always worse. Mm-hmm. Three, two, terrible. But nobody really seems to talk about the three. Mm-hmm. Year three, you know? Yeah, I feel you, like... I always say I, my favorite age is... 18 months. To three years old. Mm-hmm. And after that, you know? Anyway. Yeah, All right. Let's 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 move on okay, to cool. today's topic. Okay, so today we're talking about a few different things. We're talking about... Our recent conversations. So we so we've been watching The Last Dance, Michael Jordan's well, the documentary about the last year the Bulls played. It was a phenomenal documentary. It was like all the things you wanted to know. I remember watching the TV, looking at this with my dad, like watching the 97, 98 season and like being there just watching it, you know, for the most part. Um, because I was in California, you know, during that time. And I just was like so in awe of Michael Jordan and getting to see the behind the scenes to all this is just like, man, I'm so glad I'm alive to like actually experience what it what this seems like. Because now we are all in a stage of like somewhat of a competitive nature, you know, with business or with work or, you know, maybe even sports if, if that applies to you. And so. I've been like getting activated by this documentary and trying to like see if Yvette can relate in any way. And 
we have been having really deep discussions about who I am as a man, who I am as a businessman, you know, who I am as, you know, who Yvette is and who she is as a businesswoman, a mother, a creator, you know what I'm saying, a wife. And we started talking about Enneagrams and we started talking about all these different things. And we basically have been arguing or having like these really intense conversations every day for the past two weeks. Seems like like one time, like we, we talked for like five hours, you know what I'm saying? Like I got no work done and, and I can't really work when my life is in shambles. It just does not work that way. This needs to go. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about the last dance. We're going to talk about, uh, where we're at on the Enneagram stuff. And we're also going to talk about what we decided to do about our problems. Yeah. So when I watched the last dance, so there's two things happening. There was, there was salivation happening and then there was like disgust <laughs> i don't know if this disgust might be too strong of a word but glenn was like yes 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 and i was like i think you're being overdramatic no <laughs> no no Wait, yeah. that's not right that's not how it happened mm-hmm yeah, I mean, it kind of, but it wasn't like, like, I wasn't like, yes, I wasn't like that. <laughs> but you just really like, you were looking at Michael Jordan, and you're like, ooh, I really admire this guy. And I was looking at Michael Jordan, and I was kind of like, man, this is really sad. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, this is just really sad. And so, and the thing that I think, the thing about me, and I don't know if it's like a woman thing, or if it's just a Yvette thing or whatever, but... I just like the personal sides of things. And I didn't realize that the documentary was about the Chicago Bulls last dance as Phil, what's his name? (laughs) Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson um, called it. I thought it was about Michael Jordan. And so the whole time I'm like, where's his wife? Where is his kids? Like whatever. Mm -hmm. And they literally didn't bring his kids in until the last episode of um, Mm -hmm. what's it called? But they weren't showing that part of him. And so, like, I'm literally thinking that his entire life is the game. And, like, they did show, like, some of his relationship with his mom and dad, which was, I feel like, valuable to kind of see how, how he became way. the person that he is today. But um, I was just really, is that the music? I think we can hear it. Yes, yeah, okay. Just keep going. Um, I was just really, you know, I was kind of disturbed. But, uh. You were disturbed? You didn't admire anything? So, yes. I did. Like, his work ethic, his focus was very impressive. But it was, like, at the expense of what? Like, do you have people that genuinely love you and that you genuinely love? Like, are you going to be alone now for the rest of your life? What if you take away basketball? Have you now, like, lost people that you care about? Or that should care about you or whatever. Do you understand mm. what I'm saying? No. Yeah, I know. Because you are who you are and I am who I am. Yeah, so, I mean, if I think that way, I'm like, okay, so 
what do you like what is your idea of someone who is like killing it you know what i'm saying like if someone is doing well at their job because i guess it's known that michael jordan is an enneagram three which is crazy y'all because i'm an enneagram three and so I'm like, okay. So when I did find that out, when I found that piece out, so I don't know how much y'all know about the Enneagrams and we're not necessarily out here like pushing it on you. It's just something that we've kind of started. We've been introduced to it and was like, oh, let's check it out. And then actually like we, we like file into one of like each of us has a number. Yeah. That so is we, like really us. Yeah. This is not a biblical thing. And it's, yeah. It's yeah. Not so don't like, yeah. So don't take it as like, you know. It's just something that's kind of like fun and interesting and it's something that is a really good topic of conversation. I feel like it's a tool that we're using to gain more insight about each other. Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what it is. So whatever. Anyway, um, he's an Enneagram 3 and I'm an Enneagram 3. And the thing about Enneagram 3s is they like to be, they're achievers. They like to succeed and be successful. And they, they are... Um, they also, there's an, another part of them that likes to be admired. And I hate to say that out loud because it just feels icky. Like, I don't think that that's something that I necessarily aspire to, but they like to be liked or we like to be liked. And so I'm like, I'm looking at Michael Jordan. And I'm like, okay, what do we have in common? <laughs> like, what do we have in common? And I realize that concerning basketball, basketball is something that he like, work toward his entire life and that he eventually like mastered. And then I think about myself and I'm like, um, I, I, I worked toward something my entire life. Like I had a goal and I was laser focused. Like I knew exactly what I wanted to do and I knew everything I had to do in order to get there. And I did it right. And Michael Jordan was the same way as far as basketball. But when he got into his like basketball thing, he was just so like, I felt like he was just mean. And like, and I, and it's the thing is, I'm not trying to like take away from the fact that the way he was actually um, developed better athletes and his teammates, mm. I would say. Like a lot of them in the documentary were saying how they appreciate, like it was kind of a, you know, a pain to get through, but they do appreciate how he helped them become a better athlete mm -hmm. or even person, mm -hmm. some might say. Um, but anyways, I was just looking at him and I was like, man, like, does he value relationships at all? Like, does he care about like being friends? And he really didn't. He really didn't. He more so was interested in challenging people and i don't know i don't know if that's i would disagree with that i know i know because it like he had people in his life that he loved and yes. valued but other people played certain role yes right so if you're on the team and you have a basketball if you have a basketball jersey and shorts and tennis shoes and you're on the same court as me and i'm trusting you to mm -hmm. win the game there's certain things there's a there's a a, a level of like perfectionism that comes along with being a part of my team you know what i'm yeah. saying mm -hmm. um or any team that i'm on mm -hmm. like i'm going to get the best out of you because you're gonna you're you're gonna be a, a solution to the problem not a problem 
And he didn't have that issue with Scottie Pippen most most of the time because Scottie Pippen was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but other players like and, and that kind of like when you say that, it's like, what's the cost of being liked? Like, what is that worth to you? To me, are you asking yeah. me this question? Because it's like that's your gripe is that he was mean. And it's kind of like, mm -hmm. who, why was he supposed to be nice? And so for me, I'm a three wing two. And twos are usually like helpers. They're people who want to, you know, bring people along or whatever. And so I'm, I'm kind of thinking that he might be a wing four. Mm -hmm. um, but... Anyway, I'm saying that to say that I'm someone who likes to care for the person and like help and and I feel like I don't know. I don't know that I don't know y'all. I I feel bad for judging him because I'm sure yeah. I don't know. Overall, I really enjoyed the documentary and the insight that I got from him. I feel like I took some things away from just his focus and like, like one of the things was with the um, whole Scotty Pippen thing where Scotty felt like he should have been paid more money. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, that's not it. Like people were trying to pull Michael Jordan into that conversation. And Michael was like, that's none of my business. Like yeah. Scotty can handle that battle himself type situation. Whereas I feel like I would probably be advocating for Scotty. But the rationale behind that is it really is none of his business. Like he had nothing to do with that. And it's not his responsibility to negotiate Scotty's contract when Scotty's the one that signed the contract. And so I did kind of appreciate that because I feel like sometimes I get pulled into things that really are none, none of, of my your business. business. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. They're just none of my business. And it's like, dude, how, why am I? And I was listening. What did, I think I wrote it down. Hold on. Oh, maybe I didn't. Oh, the I randomly <laughs> was in this Zoom call today that was about it was called the quarantine clean clean out. And it's basically like your schedule. How are you going to re-navigate your schedule during this time or whatever? But anyways, one of the questions that they asked during this session was, how is this specific activity serving my life? Like when you're doing things, when things are taking up your time. How is it serving your life? How is my life serving me rather than the other way around? And I was like, and just kind of reflecting back on that whole aspect of it, I feel like I do a lot of things that just aren't serving me well. Or us. Or us. And they're distractions. And I think that the thing that Michael Jordan was is he was just laser focused. And he knew the goal. He yes. knew. Like all he wanted to do was win. And like really be an excellent athlete. And, and that was what attracted me. Because I was like, this guy knows the point of what he is supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Anything that's going to make his game better, he is willing to do. Anything that's going to make the team's game better, he's willing to do. Mm -hmm. And even if you hate him for it, he's willing to do it. That reminds me a lot of fatherhood. Because, like, mm. I'm willing for you to hate me. Your child. Right your now. Child. My child. Mm -hmm. I'm willing for you it's to hate. It's not just fatherhood. It's parenthood. Parenthood, right? Yeah. 
but I feel like in our relationship, it yeah. would probably lean to more, more you. Yeah, towards sure. me. I need my kids to like me. Yeah, I do not. I know. Yeah. I'm like, you bored? Good. Imaginate. Imaginate? <laughs> Use your imagination. Lord. So, yeah. So, like, you know, when Raya, you know, or Theo, like, does something, I'm like, cool, man. You might have hit these planks. Two minutes. You know what I'm saying? And when they're crying and shaking and drooling, you know what I mean? And I'm like, hey, man, next time. But I always get the love in the end. You know what I mean? And so I'm trying to make you a better person. Jordan was trying to make them a better player. I feel like we have to be even be more laser focused because what we're producing will be here after we're gone and we'll be making more of them. Like our children may have children. Mm. And mm-hmm. what we do and how we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, if you're not focused on mm-hmm. your parents, I'm like, what's the real goal here? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, like, goals are super important nowadays. Before, I was just kind of like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know, we just going, you know what I mean? I was on that. But now I'm kind of like, oh, no. No, this is a distraction. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I will call a person a distraction. I'm so sorry, man. I've allowed you to distract me from what I'm supposed to do today. I'm so sorry. I cannot communicate with you anymore today. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it be like that sometimes because I realize I don't have that much time. And so I was super attracted to Michael Jordan's focus. I was super attracted to how he, like, just understood that he was willing to do whatever it took. And I feel like that's how I need to be. And for me, it communicated a lot of things where I was just kind of like, man, I'm having issues in our relationship because, like, I can't move forward in good knowledge without knowing that you're good. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I need to do whatever it is I need to do to make sure our family is cool and we're good so that when I'm at my job working, I don't feel like I'm... Mm. abandoning the family mm-hmm. or I'm like, like you're good. Like I know you're good because I did everything I was supposed to do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And if you need anything else, you'll call me or you'll hit somebody else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm not going to be a band. And that's what I feel like I've, I've been in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm at the house or if I'm at the office and you call me and say, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, I'm irritated. You know, I'm irritated. I'm like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not doing well. I'm not finished this video. And then you're like, okay, well, I, I, I'll talk to you home. We'll see you when you get home. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm supposed to be the guy that's there. And so I'll let that type of stuff beat me up for days. And so what I loved about the, what I loved about the last dance is that they had a goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so we started to talk. And I don't, I really do not care if people, like, I want people to like me and it'd be nice. But if you don't, I, it, it puts you on the other side. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about you anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't care if you like me, you know? Um, I know that I, I know that everybody don't rock with everybody. Some people, you just not their people. You know what I mean? Like, it's like Michael Jordan was okay with like the media being like, yeah, man, your job is to come. To stir up controversy, like mm-hmm. I'm okay if you feel like that, mm-hmm. and I'm okay if these fans, like I'm a, like he's a great basketball player, but people literally boo, boo him every night from the other teams. Mm-hmm. People hate him, mm-hmm. you know. So he's kind of like, yeah, some people hate me, some people love me, but my responsibility doesn't change regardless of who's where. Mm-hmm. And so, 
I want to be that focused. Mm -hmm. And I needed you to understand that. Mm -hmm. And so our conversations were, so much of it was about, I don't even know, man. We were just talking a lot. You you want to expound on any of that? I just feel like um, we were talking a lot, and I feel like I was trying to see how and why you related to Michael Jordan, and I think you did a good job at expressing yourself. And when you couldn't, you found other ways to express yourself through other things that you were listening to, which one of them, I feel like the E.T. Um, is that his name? Yeah. E.T., they had a conversation about um, Michael Jordan, the or they had a conversation about the Last Dance, and <laughs> it was called Load Management. Or load Management, and um, he was talking about load management, and I feel like that was a really good. I can't remember what he was saying though. Dang it! What did he say? What did he say about load management? What was the main gist of it? It was just that like he can't, he could only do what he could do, so he didn't want to worry about anything that wasn't his responsibility like the whole Scottie Pippen thing mm -hmm. and you know yeah I don't know I just felt like the way that they expressed it which we'll try to link it below yeah but the way that they expressed um who, like why Michael Jordan was the way he was and why he was so focused kind of gave me more insight than the actual documentary to you and why you might align with that way of thinking and why it's necessary, you know, mm -hmm. because I feel like like Michael Jordan probably had that laser focus like then and maybe even some now, but he's also probably more freed up now to do more things. But the only thing is that I, I get nervous about is like, OK, now he's more freed up to do more things. But then who does he get to enjoy those things with? Like, are those people even still around to enjoy them with him? Mm. Like at the expense of family and friends or whatever. But it does sound like he was intentional about some of his relationships. But, you know, for you, I get concerned because I feel like it's just us, me and the kids. You, What you mean? Like... If I didn't pull you into community, I feel like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like you distribute more. Attention. Mm -mm, I'm sorry. That's not the word, right word. You display more characteristics, more characteristics of Michael Jordan than I do. Mm. Elaborate. Yeah, so you you display more like when you're focused, you're focused. And it doesn't matter who's with you, who's without you, I'm getting this done. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know I should be asleep, but I got this to do. And I have this to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so where you've never seen me display those characteristics that tells you that I'm going to abandon the family. I display characteristics that says I'm going to abandon friends or people who are outside of like my core. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm talking about not the core friendships, but like center. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like I'm the like the um the hunter or the like um like I'm just like the guy that goes out and does whatever it needs needs to happen so that we can enjoy the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm foregoing enjoying the thing so that I can make sure that the thing is still a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. While you're kind of like, you're never around for the thing. And I'm like, the thing wouldn't be here if I wasn't out here doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was sitting there trying to like, hey, and this too. And you know what I'm saying? Like this, because I think we, I think you operate in a way that is like, my family and I exist to be a part of like the full community. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so I exist to be around the family. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we were having this riff. We just couldn't get over because I was just kind of like, listen, like I need you to understand that it's okay that I'm not going to be around for this. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, yeah, but, you know, it just, I don't know. I don't know like where, I don't, I don't, I want that to be as true as, um, and you've been getting better at this because we talked about like how you've been protecting my time mm-hmm. and people have been asking me to do things and you're kind of like, I'm so sorry, he cannot do that. You never even know about him. Yeah, I don't know about it. When, when before it was kind of like, hey, um, mm-hmm. such and such asked and I'm looking at you like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I even have friends hit me up and like, yo, can can you help edit something for this person over here at the Boys and Girls Club? And I was like, man, like you see what I'm doing and you know I don't even have time to hang out with you. Why wouldn't you protect my time? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I get offended because I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, yo, I don't have time for that. Like I don't have time for that. Um and that's because I know the goal, right? And I'm still kind of murky. Like, it's blurry. Mm-hmm. I think the cool thing about Michael Jordan is that he actually seen it done before. And he knows he just had to be a little bit better than everybody. Mm-hmm. And he knows what the, the actual trophy looked like. I have no idea mm. what I'm fighting for. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to me to figure out what the line is or when to. And I do need you there to guide me for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to figure out how we're working together and not how I'm like, you know, sick. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we had several conversations. Um, exhausting. Super exhausting. And one of the things I was just like, listen, like, I need you. You were just like, I'm tired of talking about this. And we were talking about the... um house the enneagram thing oh yeah, yeah and we you like your enneagram was saying how you are the type of person that instead of feeling you'll do oh yeah so one of the things that was saying like about being in a relationship with the three is that one they don't like instead of feeling they do and so glenn and i are having all these conversations and i'm like okay what I, am i supposed to do <laughs> yeah like I was feeling some kind of way, but it was like, okay, regardless of how I feel, what am I going to, what do I need to do in order to make him happy? 
or to make him feel better about the situation. Yeah, because the argument we were having, and the thing I kept bringing up was how she started um, Yvette, Yvette, Unplugged. Un Yvette Unplugged. And she started Yvette Unplugged, and I was like, okay. I don't think we've talked about this here. No, we haven't. But Yvette Unplugged is Yvette's own podcast. And so she thought I was telling her to stop Yvette Unplugged, and that's not what I was saying. But it sounded like that's what I was saying because that was my only example of like, yo, we are focused on a goal here and this does not support the goal yet. You know what I'm saying? And so she was like, well, should I just stop the podcast? I'm like, no, don't stop the podcast. I'm saying that, you know, I don't like what I'm doing is not so much um, because I want to do it. Like it's not. Like, it's not for my personal growth or like, like it is literally service that makes money. It's a service that makes money. It's I'm providing a, a, a solution for a problem that we have in the world and that it serves our family. So it's a very equal transaction. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my plan was like, okay, cool. We'll focus on how married are you. We'll do that for a few years and that'll be your thing because she wasn't feeling a part of belief in fatherhood. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, like I try to bring you a part of it. You ain't want to be a part of it. So I had to run with it. You know what I'm saying? And you, and she was like, what? Okay. So sorry. You want to interrupt? You were shaking your head. No, babe. Go ahead. And okay. Talk. And so I didn't, I didn't like bring her part in, like loop her in. I, she didn't feel welcomed. You know what I'm saying? I didn't make her feel welcomed. And that's partly my fault. You know what I'm saying? But she needed a thing that where she was like, I have my own voice. I'm separate from this. Like, I don't like, because even on this show, as you can tell by this freaking episode, <laughs> I overshadow, like I'm, I take over. And so my voice is very, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? She can probably explain it better. Um, but she needed a place to have her own thing. And so I was kind of like, man, like, I really like I was thinking like we'd have things in order for Yvette. I mean, um, how married are you? And that would be a, a place of, you know, financial resource or whatever. And then you could start whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. So when I first started Yvette Unplugged, Glenn's idea was like, why don't you just make it a bonus episode for like our how married are you Patreon page? And I was like, I really don't want to make people pay for Yvette Unplugged because I feel like like. For me, my heart is to really um, minister. I don't know if minister is the right word, but basically minister to the hearts of women in different stages of life, whether you're single or um, married or with kids or not with kids or like pre, like even if you're like 18 years old, just fresh out of college or whatever, um, like my heart is for women to like basically know that you're not the only one feeling the way you're feeling and to kind of hear me process through a lot of the things that I am experiencing or thinking about or whatever. And so it just didn't feel right to make someone pay for that. And that was like our whole thing. He's like, well, why aren't you doing something that's going to like make money i don't want to know mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm saying it the right way no that's not what i was saying i was saying that's really awesome that you don't want people to pay for that i don't have a choice mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like why do you get to choose mm -hmm. when i'm like sitting here like 
literally Mm -hmm. like striving and trying to keep up with my own thing and you're just kind of like well i just want to do this and i don't want to i don't i don't want monies you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm like whoa 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 no you can make money off this you know what i'm saying so let's make money and so i think we that was for me i was kind of like all right i'm out you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like i just kind of was like all right i can't i can't do this and i think we were about to stop this podcast there was a moment where we were kind of like do we even do this anymore Mm, I don't know if that was a moment. It was a moment for me. Okay. <laughs> it was a moment for me because to me, this was Yvette's idea. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was thought, thought this would be her like place in belief in fatherhood universe kind of, mm-hmm. but she needed her own thing. And I'm, t- I'm totally supportive of that. But I was like, okay, man, like I, I almost, I felt like, okay, either I'm listening to everything you're saying or I'm completely abandoning what you're talking about and I'm focused on my goal. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, if I'm working, I'm working, I'll be home at a certain time. But if I'm working, I'm working and I have to treat you how I treat everybody, everybody else, which I was not willing. I didn't want to do, but I felt like that's the mode I was going because I was trying to like, what is it like accommodate you? Mm hmm. But you were accommodating other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't accommodate them people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd, I'm okay with people being like, you know, weird or not, like not understanding me. Like, you know. Yeah. And so I'm getting a little bit like I'm starting to feel them. <laughs> like slowly but surely I'm starting to understand Glenn's mindset. And even just the idea of protecting my time and the things because I'm realizing that I am not being um, like I am. What what is it like? I I'm lost. <laughs> if that's the word no, I'm looking for, what I, I was just gonna say, like I think you are realizing that some things are gonna serve you and some things aren't, yeah. and you're used to being like. Yes, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. yeah I'm I, a people pleaser. You're a people pleaser. And I would have never, like, years ago, I would have never said that about myself. But my the my actions are completely demonstrating that I am. I'm a people pleaser. And I'm realizing that it's okay to please myself. Yeah. It's okay to be or a please your husband. Or <laughs> I'm up in here. Or to... um. You know, you're not just, gonna say it? yeah, or to please my husband. It's okay to please my husband, y'all. Goodness gracious. Anywho, yeah. And so I'm starting to listen to Glenn. I'm, I watched the documentary. I'm hearing what Glenn's saying. I listened to that. I'm telling you that podcast um, from E.T. ET. And even the podcast that you did with the young lady mm-hmm. was just really. Take nothing when I die. It's called Take Nothing When I Die. I linked it in the last episode. I can link it again here. Yeah, it's really good. As well. But it was just, it's just like I my mindset is starting to shift a little bit at a time. And I'm still not completely there. But I am like, I'm starting to say no. Like I said no mm-hmm. a couple of times recently. That was like. Any other time, I probably would have said yeah, but I'm saying no, and I think that I'm I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, and it's not. I don't feel like I'm taking away things. I'm I'm telling you to take away things that you want to do. I'd be like, yo, you don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't. You don't want to hang out with them. Don't go. 
And she'd be like, I'm just going to go. What the heck? <laughs> and so, like, I know that the, like, this quarantine is going to take her through a place where she's got so much freedom. When people start hitting her up again, like, hey, girl, you want to do this? And she's going to be like, dang, it's a lot of people calling me trying to get together. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still going to be sitting in the same seat like, yeah, I'll see y'all when y'all get back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so, anyway, the the big thing was like, okay, like, we're having this argument. And she was like, well, what do you want me to do? I was like, I want to make a schedule. She's like, well, fine, let's go make a schedule. And for the first time, we made a schedule, guys. I've been asking for... It was not the first time. I gave you a schedule. You gave me your schedule. You gave, gave me your... You asked me for that. I asked you... Okay, the first time we made a, a, a schedule that wasn't including Michael Jordan over here. Okay? It, we, it was a family schedule that included the whole team. This is the triangle, guys. So anyway, <laughs> we came up with a plan for the family that allows me to help out with homeschool. It allows me to have things, chores that I'm supposed to be doing every week. Um, and like just stuff, guys. This is really big for us, man. Because mm-hmm. I've been like, yo, we need this. We need this. And I just want to see what happens when we stick to it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be this is going to be really good because now I can say I did my part. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I'm here, I'm like I'm here and I did my part and I. And you know when you're getting time off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We know everything. Mm-hmm. We know. So don't quit on me. I know you're tired, but you got to give me some more oomph. Oh, you're talking about right now? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so tired. You, so what's happening is I, um, so a part of the schedule and we're past my bedtime. That's what it is right now. Okay. I didn't realize it was past well, my bedtime. Let's end it. But a part of the schedule is I wake up at 530 and I go to bed at 10. And so it's past, it's past my bedtime. Anyway, um. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the schedule. I'm realizing, oh, I'll share this other quote with you guys. It says, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And that's from the book Atomic Habits. But um, I feel like. By James Clear. <laughs> I feel like that is a good thing for me to have heard today. Because given the schedule that we just um established i feel like it's going to help create habits that i feel like will really set us on the right path yeah to something yeah (laughs) whatever the goal is and the thing is like the problem is like glenn said there is no like there is no he like michael jordan knew what the the trophy looked like Mm -hmm. you know and we don't really have that here yeah. And it's hard because I don't know that like Glenn does a really good job communicating his vision and everything with belief in fatherhood. But it's like Yvette, like even this morning, I don't know if I shared this with you, but I was reading about helpmates and or not helpmates, but I was just reading that verse in the Bible. And I was like, I wonder like what kind of helper I'm supposed to be. Like, what does that look like mm-hmm. for me to be your helper? And um I don't know. I just feel like it's not like I just need things to be written in black and white. And I don't feel like that's the case here. And I don't know that it ever will be. I feel like it's something that I'm going to have to feel out as we live 
together for 50 plus years. And, and that's what I was going to say, too. It's like there is no championship yeah. trophy. The goal for people like you and I in this season is repetitiously hitting the daily goals. Because when you do that, overall, you're going to have a body of work that supports where you're at. Right. Mm -hmm. So the rule of five, John Maxwell. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. If you want to chop down a tree, mm -hmm. you can go out there for 12 hours and swing the hammer and swing the axe until the tree falls. Or you could take five swings every day and in a month, the tree is going to fall down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if we do the same things every day, so I know I need to make content every single day, mm -hmm. right? The kids need to eat every single day, mm -hmm. right? There's certain things that we got to make sure we're hitting because if I put up enough content, I might be on the Red Table Talk one day. You know what I'm saying? Like I might be on Ellen or whatever. Mm -hmm. Those aren't the goals, but that's just a byproduct of work. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And if we hit, And if you hit the goals with your whatever, like we fight those little fights, would you be on the schedule? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I might be eating some vegetables. Like, it just depends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But these are what we're working toward. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're, I feel like we're, and, and right now, I feel like we're once again in the in the beginning of belief of fatherhood. And I'm kind of like, yeah. we can't, like, I'm trying to bring you aboard this time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, anyway, tomorrow's a big day. Um, Okay, so tomorrow in your time and tomorrow presently, we have our first therapy consultation. It's only like 15 minutes, but we're going to do a Patreon episode uh, talking about what we're expecting, how we're, you know, excited. If we're excited, what what we're looking forward to getting out to it, getting into. Uh, and we're going to ask, you know, I don't know if the therapist is going to let us. We'll ask him. Yeah, ask him if we could record some of the sessions and we'll put that up on Patreon if we're allowed to. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll be debriefing hopefully after um, each thing. And so I guess um, someone told me that if you're both upset after the therapy appointment, then you know you got a good therapist. <laughs> <laughs> if one of you are happy, it's not a good therapist. Really? Yeah, if one person is ecstatic, like, yeah, this is going to be great. And the next other person's kind of like, oh, my gosh. But the thing is, I feel great when I'm challenged. Really? I do. I do. When I... Do you feel great when you're held accountable? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Challenged and held accountable, same difference to me. Yeah. I don't know. Not by me. <laughs> well, that's different. Yeah, okay. I'm like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> anyway. I just love your little cheeks. Do we have a how married are you? How married are you? Okay. I'm so married that I had a prank that was going to terribly ruin your life. This was a prank that was so good. It it would have had an amazing effect and I did not do it. And I did not do it. I was I was plotting on you, I was watching you, and I can't tell you guys exactly what it is cuz I'm going to do it on belief and fatherhood. Hopefully I'll shoot it tomorrow. But man, it's a good one. Y'all, I probably could have had a heart attack. Yeah. I probably could have been at somebody's hospital. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. And if I didn't get hurt, somebody else would have got hurt. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it is so good. And it, like when I do these pranks, I have to like test them out and try. So I've been working on it for a while. Like when I did the teddy bear prank, I had the teddy bear for like two, three weeks. No, more like a week. No, babe. I really? had it for a while because a while I hit it and then I. I 
wore it and then I didn't do it for a few days after that. Cause remember Maze Lee came by. Yes, I do remember that. Anyway, so yeah, man. Um I didn't prank you when I could have and it could have been epic. Mm-hmm. All right. How married are you, babe? I'm so married that someone reached out to me and asked you to Tell them what they asked. <laughs> Glenn is like resident videographer, so this person was asking for Glenn to help them make a video for their mother. Um, and what? I, That's so crazy. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm so sorry, he is unavailable. And yeah, and I've—I mean, I've been doing that. Somebody else asked me something, and I was like, oh, he has a deadline. So sorry. You have come a long way. I have come such a long way. It's so awesome. But the thing is, I feel like I've grown in, like, understanding your work. Oh, man. And I forced you because, like, she was, she used to be like, babe, who's going to edit the podcast? Oh, And I'm like, the person that's right next to me. (laughs) And I, like, forced her to do it. Mm-hmm. And she's gotten really good at it, and she edits all the podcasts, y'all. Yeah, I edit all of them. But what now, but like she understands like what it takes. I do, y'all. I feel so bad. I probably, babe, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Because <laughs> he be burping in the mic and doing all kinds of stuff, and he used to fuss at me for that, and I'd be like, just edit it out. But now I understand. It's uh. not just a matter of editing it out because you don't necessarily want to have to listen to the whole podcast again. You just want to be able to like, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just, mm. man, I just, I used to get so like, and that's why I know I like, I loved you yeah, because like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to not let her understand. Like, she's just not going to get it. And I'm just going to have to be okay with that. And that's love y'all. That is love, man. Because anybody else, I'd just be like, I'm not doing this with you, you know? And we 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 we've come a long way, babe. We, we came a long way. We got a long way to go. <laughs> we got a long way to go. And, and that's, that's just, just how married, married we are. are.